Fantastic. Did you see yourself in any of those pictures? Scream if you did. Woo! Three people. Okay. There was a lot more than three that were there. Our, uh, our summer camps, we love doing... By the way, my name's uh, Pastor Ed. Um, pastor here. And uh, we love our children, and so we do all kinds of neat stuff, both in the summer and through the winter. So there's always interesting things happening with our children's ministry. And we're celebrating that. We're celebrating the camp on today. And so I want to share a few things with you. But first, let me pray over you. Father, today I'm so grateful for everybody that's here. Thank you for the families. Thank you for parents that love their children. Thank you for the way that you work in our lives. And I pray that today you, Father, would speak to us about the greatest message in the world. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. So uh, what do we teach your children when they're at camp? Well, we teach them a lot of different things, but we teach them the main message of the Bible, which is how God draws near to each one of us. So that we believe there is a God we believe that he is a God of love, that he has revealed himself, and we can know him because he draws close to us. And so I want to, using three circles, show you what is the main message of the Bible. Now, the Bible is a big book. I have one right here. It's a good-sized book, so there's a lot of things in it, but there is, like any good book, there is one major message or one major thing. So let me start with, oh baby, uh, circle number one. Can you see that circle? Okay, can you at the back see it? Okay, you look on the screen, it should be there too. Okay, the that we live in a world. Told you I'm brilliant, right? Like, isn't, that, isn't that correct? But what the Bible teaches us is that we live in a broken world. We live in a broken world. And so you can figure that out if you just look at the news feed. Look at, think of residential schools. What was going on there? Think about the wars that are going, not just the one in Ukraine, but all over our world where people are being killed, pushed out of their homes, left destitute. Where there's trafficking going on of women, children, men, slavery. So what causes all that brokenness? Well, the Bible says God didn't create the world with brokenness. And oh, by the way, it's easy to point out, oh yeah, look at what's going on out there. But when I look in here, I find brokenness in my heart. I find that sometimes I'm greedy. That sometimes I get angry for the wrong reasons. I won't forgive somebody. I find that sometimes I don't keep my promises. That lust Hatred fills my heart sometimes. And so it's not just out there that's broken, it's in here that's broken. So why would God create a world that's broken? Well, he didn't. Circle number two. I thought about going into art camp this summer, but <laughs> they told me there is no way you're going to learn enough to help you, so just don't bother coming. But God created the world in love. He actually created this to be a place where people love one another, were willing to sacrifice for one another, that cared about one another, 
where justice was given to all peoples, no matter the color of your skin or where you came from. God created a world where we treat one another with goodness and with love. And you say, but, but that's not the world we live in. I mean, there's pieces of that world in our world and in our family, but there's other pieces of brokenness. What happened? Good question. Well, the Bible answers that. The Bible says God created a perfect world and then created man. See the improvement I've made already? <laughs> and man said to God, I want to control the world. So rebelled against. I don't want to do what you command me to do. I want to do what I want to do. I want to control my life. I want to make the decisions regardless of what you say. And so mankind rebelled against God's rulership of the world. And the Bible calls that sin. And so because of our sin, we were separated from God and the world changed. Now, you know this to be true because you experience it in your life. If somebody, if you found out somebody lied about you at work so they could get the promotion that you wanted, when you went in the next day, how would you feel toward that person? Is everything the way it always was? No, there's a separation there. If somebody says they will be faithful to you, but they're not, does it change anything in that relationship? If somebody steals something from you that is yours and precious to you, does the relationship stay the same? No, there's a brokenness, a hurt, a separation. And that's what happened with us, mankind, when we sinned against God, a separation that allowed sin now into our world and the result of our sin is that it causes hurt and pain until it's resolved. Just like your relationship, until that hurt is resolved, that relationship remains broken. Well, we don't like living in a broken world. Who likes to live in a world that's broken when you brokenness brings pain and struggle and difficulty? And so we, rather than turn back to God, figure out ways that we can live in a world and still find some level of happiness. And so some people say, you know what? If I just find the right person to, to be in my life, that person, the perfect person for me, and I'll truly be happy. Other people say, if I can just be successful, really knock it out of the park at my job, my career, and do some significant things, then I will be important and I will be happy. Other people say, you know, if I just get enough stuff, if I have the house, if I have the cars, if I have the clothes, I have the trips, then I'll really be happy. If those things are part of my life, I'll surely be happy. And then other people say, well, I'll try religion. If I just go to a mosque or a church or a synagogue and I follow the rules and pray the prayers and do the things I'm supposed to do, then surely God will make me happy. And other people go, forget it. I'm just going to be happy and I'm going to pursue happiness. I'm going to pursue pleasure, whether that's uh, stuff that I do with other people or alcohol or drugs or whatever it is. I'm going to party and, and live on and enjoy life. Now, the thing about each one of these things is that they do bring a measure of joy to them, a measure of pleasure. But if you live your life that way, you will find, as some of you already know, 
that the further out you go, the less satisfying. Eventually you get to a place where you go, this isn't giving the joy to my soul. It's great, but it's not giving the joy to my soul that I thought. And these are like bungee cords and they snap us back into our brokenness. How many times have you heard of a person who found the right person and then a few years later they're divorced and they're angry and bitter. They're worse off because they pursued their eternal happiness through a person. Or how many times have you heard somebody said, I'm just going to live the party life. And then they, they, they live that way till eventually they're in addiction. And now their lives filled with complications and more problems than they ever had. How many people have gone after things and then, then found that they were totally empty and then they got themselves into debt and they're in worse place than they've ever been. See, these are like bungee cords when we try to escape the brokenness and the hurt that's in our soul through our means, they eventually snap us back into brokenness. But here's the good news. For those of you that don't know, don't know that's a door. Okay? God has provided a, a way of escape from brokenness by dealing with our sin, by dealing with the problem. And so God, okay, I'm gonna be challenged here. So God sent his own son, Jesus, to become man and enter the world and reveal to us God's desire his will for us when he created us and to show us how we can find this life. But evil people crucified him. They killed him by putting him on a cross and there he died. But he surprised everybody when he rose from the dead on the third day, thus showing he was greater than sin and death that he had conquered them. And so God says, if you're willing to turn from sin and the ways you're trying to find life, and you are willing to trust in Jesus and his death and resurrection to pay for your sin, and you choose to make him the king of your life, so you surrender your life to him, then Jesus says, I will forgive all your sin. I will reconcile you into new relationship with God. I'll make you part of my family. And I will send my spirit into your soul and I will begin to change you from the inside out so that you experience the life that God originally intended for you. In other words, I'll deal with your sin. I'll, Jesus died on the cross to pay for our sin because we couldn't pay for it ourselves. And if we're willing to turn from our sin, trust in Jesus and make him the king of our lives, in other words, follow him and obey him, then he reconciles us to the Father and begins to let us experience the life that God has for us. That's what the Bible teaches. Now, the Bible also teaches one other thing. It says, we have to choose whether or not we're going to believe this. The Bible really says there's only 
two circles, two places that people are. And everybody in the world, either you're still in sin or you're here with God's forgiveness and the Holy Spirit within us and life changing. Not perfect, but changing, becoming more and more like God wants us to be until the day we die and meet him and he radically will change us completely. And so which circle are you in? Now that's a big question. That's a question that God wants all of us to ask and answer. Which circle? Are you still in sin, struggling to find meaning in your life, hope in your life, happiness, through ways that you are choosing? Or have you chosen to turn and trust in Jesus, make him the king of your life, and allow him to reconcile you to God and begin to change you from the inside out? You can't be halfway. You're either one here or here. You can't be dead and alive at the same time. The scripture calls this dead to God and this alive to God. And nobody can be dead and alive at the same time. You're either dead or you're alive. And so which one are you? Now, answer that question. Now, while I'm talking, you can answer that question. But there's really just four responses that you can have. One is, the first response might be, you know what, I'm not really interested in all this stuff. I'm great that you believe it, great that your church believes it, but it's really not for me, I'm not interested. And that is a legitimate response. I hope you don't have that response, but that is a response because you have your free will and you can choose to respond to this any way you want. All I would say is we're always open here and we welcome you anytime. If it's something changes and you go, I think I need to know more about what that guy was talking about a couple of years ago, you're always welcome here. So your first response could be, yeah, no thanks. Your second response might be, oh, I've already done that. I belong in this circle. I've trusted Jesus as my savior. I've walked with him for, I've been following him for several months or several years or several decades. And I would say that if this is you, but you're not connected with a church, you need to be connected with a church because that's God's way of growing you in your faith and becoming more and more like Jesus, more and more like he wants you to understand what the life of God is like. You can't do it alone. And if you aren't in a church, find one. You're welcome to come here or go somewhere else as long as it's a church that preaches the Bible. So I encourage that if that's you. So you can say, nah, not interested. Or, oh no, I'm already here. Or you could say, you know, this is interesting. I've been kind of wondering about these things, like where I came from and is heaven and hell real? And uh, do I know for sure what's going to happen to me when I die? I've been thinking about this kind of stuff and I, I don't really have any answers. I'm not ready to make this decision, but I'm curious. And so I would say to you that you need to follow that curiosity. Now, if you're here, you've done that. You've said, I'm going to go to that church thing that they had for my children, the camp and the service. And or you may come here. You may not even have kids. You just came here and you may be coming here for several months or several years. But you've never really made this decision to receive Jesus. And I would say you need to settle whether you're going to do that or not. Well, how do I do that? Well, the first thing you could, here's some options. Choose one. First thing you could do is just go out to the Welcome Center, give us your name and say, I want to know more about what that guy talked about. 
and we'll help. No commitment. You're not signing up for the church. You're not signing up to give. You're not signing up for anything. Just, I want to know more about this. And we'll have somebody contact you. Just give us your phone number or your uh, email, however you want to connect. We'd love to talk to you and explain this more. The Bible has so many uh, stories about this, and there's a lot to learn. I'm just kind of giving you the high level. And, and we would love to help you answer questions and explore this. You may choose to say, yeah, I listened to you. I'm not really interested. Uh, or you may say, oh, I want to know more. Either way, we just want to help you in your spiritual journey. Or you might say, instead of signing up, you might join our Alpha. We have Alpha, which is a series of videos of about 25 minutes. You watch them with a few other people, and then you talk about what you learned and what they said. Again, you're not committing to the church. You're not committing to anything other than to learn, because you're curious. And we do that Alpha. It's happening right now. You can join up for it. The way to join up for it is just go out to that Welcome Center and say, I would like to learn, I would like to be part of that Alpha. Could you connect me with the leader so I can talk to them and see if I want to go? So you could go out there and say, I want somebody to talk to. You could go out there and say, hey, I'd like to know more about Alpha. Could you give me the leader's name or connect me with them? Or you could just keep coming to church. You don't have to belong to this church to come to this church. You can come and you can listen. You can, and I, you can do it online or you can do it in person. Now, I say, I think in person is a little better. Uh, you get the same content online. It's just that what happens is you meet people and then you start to feel like you're getting connected to people. And that's important to us because we long for community. So just start, keep coming to church. The final thing I would say you should do, in fact, do this along with all the other ones. If you choose one of the other three, but do this, read the Bible. So there's, you can download the U version. I think I got it on the screen, the U version Bible app. If you you can't see, I think you can maybe see that. The U version Bible app, just download it on your screen and go to the book of John. Everybody say John out loud. One, two, three. Very good. So you all remember. Say it one more time. There you go. So download the Bible app. There's like, it's, it's been downloaded like 600 million times in the world. So it's a great translation of the Bible. And you start reading what? John. And you will be surprised, yay, even shocked, how God will speak to you through his word. So you could say, nah, that's not for me. You could say, oh, that's already me. Or you could say, I'm curious. Or you could be sitting there going, that's the answer I've been looking for. That's what I've been looking for. I know this is the, I've been looking for months, maybe years. And when you explain that, that's what I'm looking for. And so I would say, then tell Jesus you want Forgiveness of sins and new life. In fact, why don't we just all bow our head real quietly? And if this is something you want, then just pray a simple prayer. I'm a simple person, and I like things simple. And ABC is a prayer I help people pray. First, admit, A, admit you're a sinner. So something that, simple prayer to God. Yes, God, I know I'm a sinner. I'm not fighting that. I know I'm broken. Yes, God, just admit you're a sinner to God. Second B, believe that the death and resurrection of Jesus pays for your sin. 
believe that he took your place, paid for your sin. It doesn't make sense. You don't know why God would die for you. You'll learn that more, but just believe the message that God is giving through his word. God, I A, admit I'm a sinner, and I B, believe Jesus died for me, even though I didn't deserve it. And then C, choose to commit your life to Jesus as your king. In other words, say, I'm now giving my life to you, and I want to follow you. Go ahead and pray if that's your heart. Father, you heard anyone that may have prayed that prayer right here. Would you confirm in their spirit that you've heard that prayer? And bring them to a person that can help them grow. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, so if you've prayed that prayer, then tell somebody. Tell somebody from Springvale, or you can go out to the what? The Welcome Center and say, I prayed that prayer. Could somebody just help me understand? I, I know it's the right prayer, but I, I got to grow, so I want to understand. So this is the message of the Bible. That's basically what we're teaching in our children's programs. Like, uh, that's what we teach in our services. That's what we teach in our <laughs> adult programs. This is the central message of the Bible. It's how God draws near to you. You have to decide if you're going to believe or not. That's your decision. Our job is to help you understand it. And if you choose to make that decision, to help you grow. Thank you for your attention. I appreciate it. I appreciate your encouragement right here. I had a girl down front. She was cheering me on. So let's thank her for cheering me on. Yeah.